Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Raphael, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, no, thank you for inviting me. So listen to the viewers that tune into this interview. They can see you as Hugo on Al Capoco season two, premiering August, oh, yeah, October 21st. I don't know why I'm saying August. It's already <laughs> October. How does it feel to be part of a series like this? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I love the series in general. So it just feels amazing to be a part of this thing. I love the message. I love how it com- combines like the past and the present. So yeah, I love being on the show. Ugh. Before we jump more into the show, because I got some good questions for you. And I was doing some research on you growing up in Montreal, right? Quebec? Yeah. 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 What made I, you get what made you get into the acting world? What pushed you towards this? Uh, well, mainly uh, I was born in Montreal, Canada, and then I moved to Vancouver when I was one. Uh, okay. and then ever since then, I grew up watching my two other siblings. I have an oldest eldest sister and then an older brother. So I'm like the baby of the three. Um, and I just grew up watching them act because my sister started acting ever since she was five, my brother, ever since he was four. And then when I was four, I was like, oh, I watched them. I was like, you know, I really want to get into this. They look like they're having so much fun. So let me get into this. And when I did, you know, I just, I've never looked back. It was so much fun to be on set and yeah. Wow. Are your parents in the entertainment industry also? Uh, well, actually, uh, my dad was at a, a little bit, not anymore. Um, but yeah, they mainly just kind of manage our careers. Yeah. So you started off and doing commercials and everything. Well, how did you know you, you were going to go up higher? You wanted the next step of uh, TV and film. Uh, well, mainly I was just doing like, I was doing, you know, commercials and stuff, but like, I really just wanted, I really saw them doing more TV shows and stuff. I'm like, yeah. you know, I also want to try that. So as soon as I got like my first role of Roland at the age of five on, uh, ABC's once upon a time, I was like, I never wanted to look back. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. Who are some of the people that you look up to in the industry? They kind of like try to watch their craft to make yours better. Uh, definitely. Um, Robert Downey Jr. I, I love him. He's on my wish list of actors I want to work with. Uh, definitely, definitely Salma. Uh, I worked with her at one point. She's amazing. And I just really look up to her as a person and as an actress. So, yeah. That's awesome. What are the, what are you bidging these days? What's your favorite show that you can't get away from? Uh, uh I mean, well, let's say favorite TV shows of all time. Definitely one of them has to be Parks and Rec. I love okay. that show. I, I, I could watch it a million times and still laugh. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, another one that's great. Uh, Ted Lasso is one that I've watched yeah. recently. That is amazing. Uh, Acapulco. <laughs> but, um, there you go. But um, uh, but um, yeah, definitely those. Uh, I've recently just watched The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. That's a really good show too. So yeah, just mm. been you know definitely so you've, so you've done a little bit of everything you know like drama comedy everything but do you like a dream role you kind of hope you get your hands on one of these days uh definitely spider-man ever since i was young uh, yeah. i've loved spider-man so i've always wanted to play spider-man on on big screen so yeah that's definitely a dream role of mine how about the voiceover spider-man with all those cartoons that they're coming out i mean i I, that would also be a dream for me. Just like amazing, a big dream for me. I mean, I I've already been doing some voiceover. You know, I was in Boss Baby. Uh, now right. 
I can't say too much, but um, I'm doing a little Cartoon Network TV show. So, uh, so yeah, I, I love voiceover. So definitely playing Spider-Man voiceover would be a dream. Yeah. Are you a video game person? Would you ever want to do voiceover for video games? Definitely, definitely. I mean, what I have behind me is a Legends of Zelda uh, emblem. So yeah, I love, I love video games. I love, uh, you know, doing, playing it and, you know, doing all the little sounds and, you know, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So Acapulco season two premiering October 21st. Fan of the show, like, like, how do you like, uh, let's talk about your, your role as Hugo first. Like, how were you approached for the series? Um, well, I mean, he's like a lot like myself as well. Um, okay. but one thing that really, I think that you're going to see that he's like kind of grow through also through uh, season two mm-hmm. is that like he sort of started as a more naive kid. Um, and then so season one, he was kind of seeing the experiences Maximo went through and that kind of made him realize. But also in season two, you're really going to see him expand his range, kind of see Maximo's life. And he's going to really realize a little bit more about the world that he lives in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we see a journey like how he's telling you a story about how he grew up and everything. So what uh, what do you think uh, your character goes through for his journey? Also, like listening to the story, what do you think he's going through? I think he's definitely... I think he's definitely growing up with, Mm. you know, Maximo, like through the experiences Maximo has, you know, like through, you know, the, the love, like sort of triangles uh, that's happening. And then, you know, kind of his experiences with his best friend and, you know, like the money kind of problems, he's kind of growing up with Maximo kind of learning about the little struggles that his uncle had to go through to get to where he is today. Right. It's really making him realize the, the really the uh the worth of hard work mm. what do you love about hugo i think i just love the fact that he loves his uncle so much but at the same time he always picks up on his uncle's little tiny exaggerations on his story yeah. i think i love that about hugo that although he's naive you know like he he knows he knows his uncle so he knows that like his little tips and tricks that he's gonna try and slip through the story so that's yeah, what I love about Hugo. Yeah. Is there anything you would change about him if you could? Uh, I mean, mm, I not really off the top of my head. I think he's a, a he's a great character in the sense that like he's really just growing through like the the past, and I think that's yeah. like perfect that like he was kind of sort of like oblivious to all of these kinds of things you know he didn't really know where his uncle came from and I think I love that thing uh, that like part of his character because he's kind of growing through the experiences Mm. that is what I'm saying so throughout season one we see you mostly with your uncle because he's telling you the story and everything but if there was a different character that you could have more scenes with who, who would it be and why um I think definitely uh I mean this would have to like make it work, but definitely Memo would be such a cool character, I think, to like really go with just because I think that he is so awesome. You know, he's like, he's really principled and he's kind and he's sweet. So I think that that would be a really awesome character I could do. I mean, I know he's in the past, but like something right. Yeah. See, but uh, Eugenio plays your uncle. How do you describe now that relationship between you two? I mean, offset he he's basically kind of like my uncle he's he's a super awesome we joke around all the time we like uh at one point we were just waiting around playing some ping pong you know so it was just it's just crazy he's amazing and he's really grown into like a guy that i really uh i really looked up look up to Mm. 
What are you hoping for when the viewers come back to see season two? What are you hoping they get out of this season? I really hope that they get like, they really see, because in this new season, we're kind of going to dive into these characters a little bit more than we did in season one. So I definitely think that what I want them to take out of it is definitely the principles of family, the principles of like always knowing who you are, always Mm -hmm. loving yourself. And, you know, just like, just always like this sort of complicated, thing about what love really means and I want really want to the audience kind of to take out of that like you know always love yourself and always like there's different ways of loving people mm. what do you um we said October 21st now like is there any has it been any word yet about a season three has the, the writers try to write something for season three have you heard anything? Uh, I mean I can't really, I can't really say anything towards that. All I, all I can say is that definitely, I think everybody would love a season three. I think Mm -hmm. Acapulco was amazing. Season two is, is awesome. So definitely, you know, I, I can't say anything, but season three. three Now is Apple dropping all the episodes at once? Are they going to do a weekly again? Uh, I think they're going to do the weekly. Yeah. I think they're going to release it's either two or three episodes. I think it's three episodes and then weekly. Yeah. How many episodes did you film? 10 again? 10. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now what's next for you? What are you allowed to tell us about that you got coming up next so the viewers, listeners can look you up? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, last summer I actually did a comedy movie called Incoming. It was produced by Spyglass and by Artist Road and also was directed by the Trenin brothers, John and Dave. Um, and I just, it's, it's like the most hilarious thing I've ever read and ever done. And it's just amazing. And, uh, honestly, I just can't wait for you guys to see it. Cause it's such a relatable and like, it's a, uh, like kind of coming of age story. So just like be on the lookout for that. Uh, and definitely also in the voiceover kind of department, like I said, like I was doing yeah. a little bit of cartoon network. So yeah, that, that's awesome. Uh, Raphael to end this, uh, how can the listeners and the viewers find you now on social media? Uh, they can find me by my, uh, by my Instagram tag at Rafael Alejandro 22. Um, and I think my Twitter is also Rafael Alejandro 22. So, yeah. Rafael, this was great. I thank you for giving me a minutes today. This was a fun chat. Yeah, it was super fun. Thank you so much. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.